Welcome back to DMnastics, the gym for dungeon masters to work out their minds. I'm DM Neil, aka Jolt Maniac, and today I have a guest host, but not really. He's a co-host. Don't kid yourselves. And I will let him introduce himself. Hello, I am co-host with the Mohost. That's not a word, Morgan. I'm Morgan, Morgan Jenkins, aka I've forgotten my name. What is it? It's DM Doug Spiracy. Hashtag Dugspiracy. Because there are just too many Dugs in the world. And they all have the same name. <gasps> is the DM too lazy? Or is it something more? Dun, it's dun, something more. It's, it's actually it's a secret organization, a cabal of Dugs. They've taken over the world. We'll get into it in like seven gymnastics from now. But just remember that. Burnt into your minds. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today, is it? No. Unfortunately, it is not. Because we can't talk about that yet. No. The thing we are talking about, though, is tying back to episode number 107, Divine Spotlight 6, Nerul. And in that episode, DM Mitch and I made some poems for Nerul that were pretty interesting. And I thought it would be a great idea to put it out to the forum users to make some poems of their own. So that means we're tying back to DMnastics exercise number 89. Patrons poems, because I am a sucker for alliteration. You are. Also, is it bad that every time I hear Nerul, I just, I think of my life for Nerul, which is, it's Nazul, is the one I'm thinking of. Yes. Nope. Yeah. It works. So let's just jump in, because there are a ton of ones that I want to highlight, because oh, so many. they are very, very, very good. So... I'll, let, I'll toss it to you first. Morgan, which one from the forum do you want to highlight? I'll, I'll grab a highlight. So basically the, the exercise setup was like what was done in Divine Spotlight. It was find a god that has been created for the world of Dayimbe and then create a chant for that. And there were, like people just came out of the woodwork with this, especially... Uh, and I'm going to have to give him a shout out here. It's not the one that I've chosen to highlight, but DM Caleb started a bit of a craze on the forums by taking the song Single Ladies and then changing the words and turning it into a chant. And a whole bunch of other forum members, like a whole bunch of them did the same thing with different songs. So really, I'd say go and look at uh, DMnastics89 and really... Just take in all the fantastic and different variations. I think there was a Pokemon one in there and an Eye of the Tiger one, and even a Land Down Under one that I am quite tempted to sing at some point. So read those. I think we're going to get into a little bit of each of those because we can't. I feel like we got to share some of them. So the Single Ladies one is actually changed into All the Goblin Raiders. (laughs) Which I think is absolutely amazing. And now all I can see is goblins dressed in those black leotards dancing around. (laughs) I don't want to sing it out all the way because then people will hear that. And they've had enough of that. (laughs) No, there was an Eye of the Tiger one and there was a um, Land Down Under one and a Pokemon Mm. one. Which I'm trying to find the Pokemon one and I can't find it. So this is from the Valkyrie Hymns of Thoth. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. To bulk on up is my real test. To beat you is my cause. 
I will travel across the land, training far and wide. Cord has taught us to understand the power that's inside. Opponents, gotta beat them all. You and me. I know it's my destiny, heavyweights. Oh, you're my best friend. In a world we gotta rend. Opponents, gotta beat them. My heart's so true. No, I'm not. I can't hit that higher note. Mm-mm. No. But my courage will pull me through. But if you hit me and I level you, mm-hmm. opponents. But I love, I love specifically the the second like sort of uh, verse of that. I guess where he starts bringing in Cord's might. Yeah, that's so good. Banners win the fight. See, this is this is the trick: is toying with these different, I guess, things from the real world, co-opting something from real life, and then changing it using the rhyme scheme that's still there and making it your own. It reminds me of when I used to live action role play as a healer. We had to do a healing spell for thirty seconds, and I would always choose just because it fit the timing and because I liked it, the Gayatri mantra from the Rig Veda, which sounds really fancy until you realize what I'm saying is basically the opening theme music to Battlestar Galactica. Perfect. Go on. And it just, it would work. And it would get to the point where, and it's something that some of the people here have done as well, like sort of Zolson took a, a poem from the real world, I believe it was... Yes, a poem by Richard Granville Jones Frederick R.C. Clark. That's a name and a half. Ooh. And repurposed it for one of the gods. Can't remember which one. But checking out the forum, uh, <laughs> I found the post. It says Moradin. So chanting. And it's, again, it's some really great work on the forums there. Trying really hard to get away from the fact that I'd mentioned the Gayatri mantra or the fact that I might have taken it and translated it into into English because there are English translations of it but none of them fit the rhyme scheme or the the music pattern so I might have done that myself because Mm. I'm a monster and no you've already got me singing once today you're not going to get it again Uh, I don't (laughs) believe you (laughs) Yeah, no, it's true. It doesn't take much for me to sing. But the one that I've actually chosen, the idea that yes. I really liked, is by Meribson. And it's a short hobgoblin war chant from his setting that he's done. And I liked it because he's done one of those things I like where you give them the in the character's language and then a rough translation. So the war chant goes something a little bit, and I'm going to butcher it, so I apologize, Meribson, uh, if I butcher it. But it, it goes... Zukral ash imbatu Tuzgan azinak zak umkushars Tuzgan azimdak zak umkushkratsu Tuzgan zak umkushthrais and a rough translation of that is Moon Lord Zrukal. Our swords are keen, our spears are long, we are mighty. Which both versions of that just sound awesome. Yeah, the, oh, so much amazing work by Maribson. 
I'm going to assume we're saying that correctly. They do a ton of super cool language work, and you should definitely check out all of their posts on the forums because they have some extensive work on the languages in their world. But like you said, even the English translation, if you will, is super cool. So, Maribson, well done. Did you want to do the other verse? Or you- I, c- I can do the other verse if you want. Ooh, go. Yeah, I can do the second verse because the, the, I like. I chose the... I I really like the first verse. Sorry, I'm going to be a, a monster now. I really like the first verse because it does the same thing that Zolson's poem does, where you get this really solid uh, repetition of you know, Tozgan az, zinak zak, Tozgan az, zimgak zak, Tozgan ak. Just this repetition of, and, and, and in Zolson, it's god of concrete, god of steel, god of piston, and of wheel. Just this, because it's a chant to the god, you can really imagine sort of people getting the drums out and going to it. And the second verse doesn't have as much of that. And also the words are long and hard to say, but I will give them a go. Okay, I'm ready. Tuz ganzak ranku zana kaluraz. Teth Gozanto Rosna Zin Thabro Lakaz Inza Omzik Orzuzak Which would be We shall triumph in your name. They will fall or become slaves. Oh gotta watch out for them hobgoblins, man. So good. Not, not for goblins, though. Goblins don't chant. We all know this. There is no such thing as a goblin song, and definitely uh, not one that has been published by Paizo out there and then remixed multiple times by a variety of different people. Nah, doesn't exist. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. So that's a very long and circuitous way of, of me saying that that was my pick, was Meribson's Hobgoblin War Chant. What did you choose from the forums? So I will go with DM Exitium. Ooh. I forget that that rhymes if you do it right. So <laughs> this one is a litany to Gond, and it is hammers raised, forges blaze, to pay homage to Gond to this day. In our dens, cutting gems, or in, f- in the fields, pruning stems, on this work to Gond I pray. Whether I wield needle and thread, or hold a shield and swing a sword to fight a Baylor without dread. I'll hone my craft until I'm dead. Good stuff. So just a like a light, cheery, fun time for everyone there. Yeah. And, the, and that's the thing is with these, you could use them for so many different things because you could use it with that, like the march into battle or just, you know, working on some crochet. That's it. Yeah, just the um the the local temple sweep just whistling away to himself as he sweeps the temple. I mean, the other one that DMX team did that we immediately need to highlight is the fact that it's the eye of the Groomsh. It's the thrill of the fight rising up to the challenge of Coralon. He's the last known survivor. Stalks elves in the night and he's watching us all with the eye of Groomsh. <laughs> Oh, See, and here's, I thought you'd do the other one by DM Exitium, which was which traveling in a drow company. Oh, well, no, I'm not going to take that away from you, sir. I can't. <laughs> Given the two, the two co-hosts we have right now, I, I could not take that away from you. Really? 
You, you sure you don't want to maybe jump in there and, and give it a bit of a go? You mean whether or not do drow come from a land, land down under? I couldn't do it. I got so excited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Traveling in a drow company In the underdark full of zombies We met a strange lady She made us nervous She took us in and gave us breakfast And she said The drow come from the land down under The women glow and men plunder Can't you hear, can't you hear the Duraga? You better run, you better take cover Baron dead with a drow named Russell He was six foot four and full of muscle I said, do you speak my language? He just smiled and gave me a truckle diet sandwich And he said, I come from the land down under The love knows and men under Can't you hear, can't you hear the Duraga? Better run, we better take cover I just, I really, I like, but not just because it's my favourite bit in the actual song But when they get to, um everyone's favourite character, Russell, in this. He's uh, now burying dead and he's a drow. Uh, but he's still six foot four and full of muscle, so that's good to know. But just the, uh, I said, do you speak my language? And he just smiled, smiled and gave me a troglodyte sandwich. And I thought, that's... Because as, as I'm getting reading through it and I'm, I'm just scrolling down and thinking, what are you going to do with the sandwich? You know, what, what's it going to be? And then you just tick it that one step down and there's the troglodyte waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Ugh. And disgusting. Yes, although I am... I am. How do you say Duraga? Is it Duraga? Because just in terms of a rhyming scheme, you've got Land Down Under, then Chanda, and then Duraga. It would have to be Gur, which means either I'm saying it wrong and pronouncing it Gar, which is wrong, or this poem is cruel and unusual. Hmm. According to the Forgotten Realms wiki, which could be completely made up, um, it is Durgar. It is Gar. Ooh. So we may have to think of something other than Durgar. Oh, no. Although I have heard it, like, with the er sound. Hmm. Well, that, that, that's, that's what makes the most sense here, because it's rhyming with under and plunder. Yeah. Durgar. And chunder. Oh, well. We're going to make it rhyme. We're going to stretch it. That's it. It's well, I mean, this is this is an issue that I've gotten into with famous poets as well, like that wonderful song Tiger Tiger Burning Bright in the Forest of the Night. Something something hand and eye doth frame thy, thy fearful and then the word is symmetry, but because of everything else that came before it, you have to say symmetry. Oh, I know. It bothers me so much when that happens. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, it's like when Australians try and sing the ABC song. It doesn't work. Oh. 
Mm, because uh, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, and you on and on and on until you get to Z, which is actually not Z, it's Z. Yep. So the rhyme scheme just falls apart. You crazy people. Ah, madness. Down, down here in our land of troglodyte sandwiches. But also down there, we have you doing an amazing thing and creating your own poem to share. Uh, well, I mean, you say creating my own poem. I, I have to say it's heavily influenced by a number of the poems that came before it, as all good poetry is, and indeed all good chants to gods, and gods, in fact. And so I... I started out the same way that everyone else on the forum did, and I chose a god from the world of Dayime Bay, and the god I chose was Erokan, the In-Between, by Frotastic. And I'd like to say it's because I read the fourth section of his post where he talked about how Erokan is said to be the ancestor, ancestor, which is like ancestor, but for aunts, specifically just the women who are sisters to a parent of yours, uh, and Erokan is the ancestor of shapeshifters. I can, I can do words, and those who travel between the planes. And Erekan is not worshipped as much as imitated by those whose desires rest in travelling to other planes. So shamans, druids, and when they do travel, they may encounter his presence on the astral plane. And I liked the idea of Erekan because I read those things, but for the first thing that drew me to it was the name. The name sounded cool. I just, I liked saying it, which is always a good first step. But then the idea of tying him into shapeshifters and druids and plane walkers, it, it just it ticked all the boxes. So the way I created this was incredibly irritating. Basically, I had so much fun with Meribson's black speech-esque feeling poem that I just had to do a black mm. speech one myself. Except I then started Googling black speech, the language of the orcs of Mordor, and it turns out... It doesn't exist anywhere, really. Like, they have the One Ring translation, and that's about it, and maybe one or two lines in an appendice somewhere. But unlike all the other languages, there isn't a central repository of all that information. It just doesn't exist. Presumably, at some point, Tolkien made it, but no one else knows. I would have just always assumed it existed. Okay, go on. Right? And and so I'm hunting for this, and if someone else can find it, that would be fantastic. But I ended up finding academic papers of people trying to figure it out themselves. And one academic suggested a link to possibly Turkish or Hurian, which I didn't know was a word. But I couldn't find any Hurian to English translators, even though that seemed to be closer to black speech than Turkish, in terms of the way that the language can be and is translated into English, uh, they sort of suggested similarities. Like, oh, if you look at the way these words shift and change between what we know to be black speech versus what we know to be English, hey, these ones go in sort of the same way. But couldn't find Hurian, so I went with Turkish. And then I did horrible, horrible things to the Turkish translation so that it makes no sense but rhymes. Because I wanted it to rhyme. I wanted the rhyming scheme to stay in black speech as it does in... English, Mm. or common, I guess. And so I noticed naturally when I did the Google Translate to Turkish that there were a bunch of really cool rhymes in the same spots, which seemed weird until I translated it 
back into English and realised that those rhyming words were a complete coincidence and they're words like germinates and says and who are and not actual words that are in any way relevant to the poem. So my black speech-esque Turkish translation of the poem that I'm going to read after I read the poem is not real. Like, I think these days it sort of translates to something like monster to the unseen, Kalari Skalar who sprouts emerous wax features, time is sharp with sharp axes, movement horizon spirits will be staying, which is not real English at all. Although I did quite like time is sharp with sharp axes. I think I might use that at some point somewhere. But uh, the poem itself uh, is just called Erokan, the in-between. Erokan, the in-between, blessings lie on those unseen, whose limbs do grow and bones do crack, whose hair does sprout on beastly back, whose features run like melted wax, whose teeth once dull, now sharp as axe, when spirits move from plane to plane, with Erokan they will remain. So good. And then the Turkish, but totally not Turkish, so let's call it some kind of dark language of Dayambe, <gasps> is... <laughs> the tongue of Doug. The tongue of Doug? <laughs> Oh no, uh, and it yes. Yeah, so it's 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 written in a a lost tongue attributed to one Doug, and and it sounds a bit like this: Erokan Arasinda, Gurun Meyenle, Kanava, Kolari Katlan, Kimledir, Nimetler Yalan, Soymekdir, Erimis Balmumu, Ozelixlir, Zaman Balta. Keskin dislir, haraket dazlem rular, erokan kalak alar. Oh, which I just I think would be a really fun thing to hear when you're walking down a tunnel somewhere, possibly in a labyrinth that rotates, and this sound just turns up. Uh, or you know, if you're looking after your niece and. She just starts saying those words weirdly while staring at you. Uh-huh. And then her face kind of moves and morphs like putty. And oh, no, she's a shapeshifter. Uh, oh. Then you got to put her down. Sorry. Unless it's goosebumps and then you're a family of shapeshifters and you've all been shapeshifters all along. And then it's fine. Then yeah. it's che- cheeky and fun rather than kind of sad. That's it. It's the, the twist ending of a Day I'm Babe Bumps book. Oh, a whole series. Indeed. But so I did, that, that's, that's the lifting that I've done, because I, you can't do anything by half measures. You have to disappear down a Google hole where you start YouTubing and reading academic papers. Mm, so indeed. what academic papers did you read, Neil? Well, I was going, since I had to do lifting on the spot, I will reshare the lifting I did for Narul if by chance you had forgotten it. And it will not be cheeky and fun. It will be dark. And the lifting I did was actually take the mantra against fear from Dune and create it into a monstra. monstra? I guess we can call it that, right? Yeah, it's a a mantra that is in and of itself a monster. Mm -hmm, Perfect. The monstra goes... 
you will know fear. Your fear will feed the reaper. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings total obliteration. I will permit it to pass over you and through you. Where the fear has gone, there will be nothing. Only I will remain. (gasps) Ta-da! That is... Fear is the mind killer. Mm -hmm. I like it. The little death. It brings total obliteration. Yes. I I have one. It's, um, yes. Walk without rhythm so you don't attract the worm. Oh, see? Mm, Yeah. (laughs) It's, I I don't know who it was written by. Some, some guy called, um, Muadib, maybe. I don't know. Muadib. Muadib. (laughs) Yeah. Good old blue eyes. Perfect. Sir, I don't know about you, but I dare say we've done it. I think we have. I certainly, I feel like I've been lifting. Yes, I too feel like I've been lifting. And (laughs) we totally didn't have the segue that would be you saying things, which I think is maybe okay because you're here. It was a lot more free weights than normal, but... It was, but see, this this is what happens when I'm not just kept in my cage and wheeled out for that one bit for every episode, and instead you allow me to just talk. This is why we have such a structure to it normally, because otherwise I'm just, I'm like a free radical. I'm everywhere and nowhere. You're not wiping down the machines you're using. You're not putting the weights back where they belong. No. Morgan, you're the worst. Yeah, well, no, I mean, no, it's, it's not that I want to lick one out of every seven of the weights before I put them back. It's that I have a compulsion to do so. So, but I do have a question that will yes? structure us a little. Where can people go to find out the cool things you're doing on the internet? Uh, so where would people like to go? Where would people like to go? Well, uh, on this very network, you can listen to past episodes of uh, Dungeon Master's Block and Gymnastics that I may or may not be on. I can't remember the exact numbers, though I do turn up every now and again, as we were just saying, uh, interstitially uh, on most episodes these days, even if it's only to say the same thing over and over again with no respite. I've suggested different variations, but it hasn't been allowed. Uh, or alternatively, you can check out the Going in Blind podcast, a Dungeons & Dragons actual play where a group of blind players sit down with me, their DM, and together we tell stories in the world of the Forgotten Realms. Mm. And the back end of Season 1 is coming out, if it isn't already out, depending on when you listen to this. And then we're going on a bit of a hiatus while I hunt up season two. Yeah. Mmm. And uh, alternatively, also on this network, good heavens, I really am everywhere. You can find me in a couple of the episodes of season three of We're So Bad at Adventuring. Yes, you can. You can, which is really, it's been quite a, a dream job of mine to do that one because I was a fan listening to it and laughing along with it, and then to be approached and asked to come along and actually do a couple of episodes, it's very strange. It's really weird hearing my voice talking to those characters. I still still can't get over it, or used to it. Just listen on a non-stop loop. Basically, yes. Skipping over my bits. If I could, I'm actually working with Neil at the moment, specifically just for my listening pleasure, he's re-recording those lines and editing them in over the top of where I said them so I can listen to it and not be distracted by my own weird voice. 
It is painstaking, but the lengths I'll go for you, Morgan. Uh, those are those are them right there. We true friendship, true friendship, right there. Perfect. And other other than that, I I honestly don't know where you could find me. Possibly the Twitters, uh, going in blind DND would be one space there, uh, or alternatively my own personal Twitter, but I can never remember it off the top of my head and have not written it down. Morgan Jenk. No, it's not. <gasps> yeah. It's not Morgan Jenk. That would be too easy. Well, I guess what you could say is by the time you listen to this episode, we might just have that information. And in order to get it from us, the best thing you could probably do is email dmnastics at gmail.com or possibly talk to, I don't know, maybe the Twitter account of dmnastics, which is, I think, just dmnastics. It is. And if you wanted to follow me, you could check out at Joe Moniak. Or if you want to find out everything else on the network, like We're So Bad at Adventuring, where you can hear Morgan's amazing voice talent, you can head over to blockpartypodcastnetwork.com. And, Morgan, uh, Morgan's amazing voice talent. You do hey. realize I basically, I, I rocked up to the audition and was like, hello, uh, what do you want me to do? I've got a whole, a bunch of different voices I could do for you. And it's like, oh, just do your voice. What do you mean my voice? You know, the one that you do. I do like five different voices on my podcast alone. What are you talking about? Oh, the narrator voice. Like, oh, right. The slightly British-ish sounding, I'm really nervous and I'm talking to someone voice. That one. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, that's the voice that I do there. My, my the amazing, it, basically to just be nervous. My, my amazing voice acting talent was nervousness. But you do it so well. I do. I do. I do nervous wreck incredibly well. And I don't know how to get from that to talking about the forums. So if you can think of something, that would be great. Otherwise, I guess we should just implore implore listeners. If you want to start a new thread and start talking about how amazing Morgan is, despite his own inability to talk about how amazing he is, (laughs) you can head over to the forums and take part in these challenges and exercises, as well as all the other amazing conversations being had. And to do that, head on over to dungeonmasterblock.freeforums.net and try some gymnastics so your players don't ask, do you even lift? Oh, I could barely lift my right arm, because I did so many. I don't know if you heard me counting, I did over a thousand. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. <laughs> <laughs>